Steve, does it remind you of kind of playing footy and you, you have that first week by and the coach sort of thinks, well, let's have a little scratchy match on the Saturday during bye week and we'll, everyone walks away feeling pretty good about how things are going. You know, it's a, everyone's feeling comfy. And then the following week, they're just flat in that first quarter, just real flat off the back of it. What do you think? I think it's got real similarities. I, I once uh, I once kicked six at training. In the- <laughs> Help me too much when we got pasted on the weekends. League, things are really heating up. I'm very excited this evening to be joined by a, a very full-looking window of faces. I've got the uh, Commission, Andrew Halloran, big smile, got through to the second round of the playoffs. How are you, mate? Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. You good? It's uh, it's uh, just it's very Olympic time of year. It always feels really good, just with the uh, the, the best teams doing their thing. Um, Chris Keen, Keeney, how are you, mate? Going well, thank you. I thought the big smile was because he came fourth in trivia tonight, but um, uh, yeah, thank obviously you. it's oh, third. There you go. Good guess. I knew you didn't win <laughs> top it. Top three. Well, we'll find out if you can crack the top three in the next Ooh, six days. That's the segue. Uh, for the Ocho. And uh, I'm also joined uh, oh. by Jared McCluskey, just Mr. Dark Horse, who's gone from third last about halfway through the season to what would probably be described as raging favourite with. Two weeks to go. How are you, Jared? Uh, yeah, very well. Very well. Thanks for having me. And then there's a black window at the moment. Uh, we're waiting on one person who just hasn't shown us the courtesy of turning up. He he turned up just bone drunk two times ago and then last time turned up in a prison uniform and today hasn't bothered turning up at all yet. Hopefully he will join us shortly. I talk, of course, about Mr. Week Off, Ben Woods, the meat and potatoes man, will hopefully be joining us a little later on to help us preview his game. Um, but we're pretty used to Woodsy being a disappointment, as are most people in his life. So we'll have to see how that one plays out. Um, Keen. I was just going to say, have you got confirmation from him that he's okay? Like, um, has he been denied bail? Or what, what, is there, do we have any info? What's going on with him? I'm not sure, but depending on the length of his sentence that he was serving, it probably worked out pretty well that he got the week off. Because I know that they, credit on those prison payphones. I was going to say, do they allow any tinker time in the cell just to change the roster weekly? Well, I tell you what, he'd definitely be up at five a.m. That's for sure. There's no way he's sleeping a wink, um, whether or not it's the game's about to start. Anyway, uh, I think he's up and about. He, he put up a cheeky 180, so I'm sure he's probably just still celebrating. Uh, hopefully, we'll have him on the line pretty shortly. Um, anyway, we're obviously down to four. The four, what would we say they're the four best teams for the year? Any, yeah, I would, I would think so. Race maybe. Cam, Cam and Woodsy have been there all year, and I reckon Andrew and Jared are definitely finishing with all the momentum. Some pretty big scores in the last month from you both. And uh, without banging on about it, I think we, 
We did uh, point out very, very early that Camo's 6-0 and or whatever he was was the falsest <laughs> winning record of Ocho history. That team was fraudulent. Who, who I'd love to, uh, maybe this is a haters one, but I'd love to go back over the year and just go, if Fitzy played Camo every week, who would have finished higher on the ladder? Because <laughs> I'm not convinced. I'm not. I reckon I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Camo's had a worse season than Fitzy, and he's just had the the biggest hot streak of luck that any fantasy team or sporting franchise has ever received. Well, you did the you did the Dale comparison last week. It'd be good if we could get some numbers up on that. Actually, I'd be interested to see. The problem is Dale's prepared to devote three days of his working week to figuring this stuff out and then sending it to us. I yeah, don't think there's any well. chance Camo's going to do it to prove how bad he is. <laughs> yeah, true. That's a really good point. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll see. And that might be a little project for me in my two weeks of leave over Christmas. Um, why don't we? Uh, why don't we? They weren't particularly exciting games last week. It's fair to say both of them were pretty, pretty big blowovers. But why don't we jump in and review the games from last week? Commission, do you want to maybe take us through your game? Uh, sure thing. So, played uh, old mate Reese uh, got the victory, one sixty nine to one twenty nine. So, cheeky forty points. Um, just, I think the story Lamar Jackson just first game of. Uh, 2019 Lamar Jackson right in time for playoffs um, and Miles Sanders just comes back from the dead remembers that he's a well he's a second round pick um, and just puts up a cheeky 29 against one of the best defenses in the league uh, Reese was a bit unlucky like CMC re-injuring himself and um, missing the game uh, obviously cost him when you miss the best fantasy player in the league um, but on his side, he did. We gave him a bit of stick because he was um, when we did the podcast last week. He was starting Ty, um, and we're like, "What are you doing?" And he just puts up a twenty-five point six. It was a pretty, yeah. pretty huge move. And we talked about the Tuesday game being, you know, if it was close, it would have literally been the most epic fantasy finish ever, had the game been a lot closer. Because you had well forty-seven to forty-two game, so there's there's eighty-nine points scored already. Then Lamar 34, Chubb 24, Kareem Hunt 29, just Mark Andrews 12. Not that excited. Still, he was in it. Like Andrews got nearly all of those 12 on that the last like drive. He got like four catches for 40 yards. And like Hunt had that 30-yard touchdown. And there was a lot that if this was a close fantasy game, would have been very like it would have made it very interesting. But Reese couldn't pull his finger out and make it competitive. You, you referred to him as old mate at the start. Are you still mates? Yeah, I haven't talked to him since this, but I assume so. Have you not spoken to him because you just you're not going to waste your time with you know underperformers yeah. who is not quite on your level kind of situation? Like, or... I mean, this part of the year, I've got to look forward. I can't be looking in the rearview mirror. <laughs> we stop talking. When did you start talking to Ben about week three? Then <laughs> I still have to make trades with Ben. I got to keep chatting to Ben. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, were you nervous when Lamar got injured? No, it was like it was cramps or whatever. You just have to take a shit. Yeah, <laughs> or he'd already taken one, depending on what theory you believe. But oh. um, Twitter was running <laughs> rampant. <laughs> um, I wasn't too worried. Like I thought he, he was. 
like he ran to the change room, so he couldn't have been too bad if he did have cramps. If that again was what he did have, but um, <laughs> as as long as he suits up this week, I'll be fine. And um, I think yeah, I think you had a great week, Andrew. Just in terms of obviously your overall score, put up one seventy, which is always nice. Pretty good consistency across the board. But I think without kind of disrespecting the final four members of the Ocho, I think it's would be safe to say that um, I think you'd all be really kind of pleased that Reese is out because that the looming Christian McCaffrey um, being healthy and playing is, I just think he just wins weeks, that bloke. So him officially being knocked out of the Ocho for this year, even though he's just lingering all year, pretty stiff that your number one pick barely plays. But the fact that he's um, completely out now, um, I think the, the remaining four guys would be pretty happy with that. Yeah, when you look at what CMC put up 28, 24.8 in a game he left early because he was injured, and then his one game he came back, he put up 37. Like, so 24 was the worst he did. Um, like, yeah, it's not a play you want to see on your opponent's lineup. No, and there's no reason he won't go probably pick one again. Yeah. What was that, Steve? I said he got injured in two of those games as well. He got injured yeah. in a game that scored 37, and he got injured. Um, <laughs> I think if he picked one again, I'd be surprised if uh, if he wasn't. Be some short memories if he wasn't. How much do you reckon Barkley drops? Oh. Yeah, good question. Um, still clearly a first rounder. Years away from being like himself. Yeah. The, the, the interesting thing with Barkley is that he had really late surgery. So he didn't actually have surgery until like week 10 or something. They just let it heal naturally first. So I'm not sure what his schedule will be in terms of will he be back for the first couple of weeks or not. He may not be. So I reckon if he misses the first three or four, he may slip down to, you know, third round maybe, something in that. It it could very well be if there's a vaccine in the States and they can play preseason games and you get to see him, then, you know, if you don't get – if it's like, oh, they say he's going to play round one, but you don't know, then he may drop to the end of the first, early second, whereas – they play preseason games and you see him put up 50 yards in a quarter or whatever. You're like, cool, I'll take him. Good. Yeah. yeah. Although he's the sort of player that like, they often will never play in a preseason game. And you're just left just assuming he's going to be, you know, like, he's what he is. Um, speaking of 40 point wins, uh, Jared came up against Camo in, in what some of us termed the bye. Um, <laughs> teams had a buy for week one of the playoffs and Jared was the third one. Jared, do you want to maybe give us a quick overview of your game? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, full disclosure, I slept through most of this game, but I'll do my best. <laughs> Why is that? Because it was... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is that just because it was a foregone conclusion? You just thought, oh, I was... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, the fir- it's, it's actually the first week of the season I've done it. Yeah, I just thought, oh... Yeah. Uh, this one's a walk in the park, so you've actually done a camo on camo. That's probably what he does. <laughs> camo was up at you know two a.m. stretching and preparing and. Yeah. <laughs> Either was fully aware, or he's still not aware that he's been knocked out. It's one of the two. <laughs> well, I find it hard to believe that he is aware because he's got what well, he's got, cootie. Yeah, Never heard of him. Right. He played a guy with COVID. I don't know if he got it after or before the game because he scored zero. So yeah, that's how I slept through it. But 
After, he got it after his second miss PAT. <laughs> <laughs> Kiki Cooney though, like he was, he was. It wasn't a bad pickup because Brandon Cooks, who he was going to have to start, got ruled out, and he just quickly went to the waiver wire and got his replacement. So, didn't think that was. Uh, I mean, not ideal when you play in an average team in Chicago and you get smashed. So it didn't help him much. But um, yeah, I think he was on. He just. I mean, I'm just looking at his team now. If it was, it's just the charges. It's. It's a team full of charges when the charges season's done. It was just, it was, we talked about it all year. It was a very, very high risk play. And, uh, yeah. Well, the one that it's like, a, you know, all most of those charges, like um, Herbert and Allen, like obviously you're going to play them every week, but Hunter Henry, he comes off a 1.5 point game and um, Gusecki had 20 points. Um, and then he just keeps Hunter Henry in when, Gasicki seems like he's just um, to his number one target was the egregious one for me. Yeah, he benched yeah. the uh, he benched the charges D, so he he's clearly listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he could have uh, played Gasicki in the flex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't have helped, but no. <laughs> and exactly. he did play Jacobs, even though Jacobs himself said that he's. Probably going to sit. So, yeah. Yo, yo, double bluff by Jacob. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> I, I would have bid on that, to be honest. I would have pitched him. You, you would have taken him out, you reckon? Oh, though, who's he going to put in in his place? Yeah, he's. He, uh, and Moss or single tree. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And so that was, and so that ended up being the undoing of Camo this year. I just think he's, he's depth. It, of his bench and, and guys who could plug in and plug out. It just wasn't strong enough. Um, he just didn't have that top end depth or or really his like his starting lineup was okay without being outstanding and then he didn't really have much depth in beneath it. So that was my my worry with his team all along. Kind of um, played out that way a little bit. Yeah. I mean when you look at his team, like so the team he started this week, so Jacobs, Alaire, Allen, Smith Schuster, Henry all play the draft. So five out of what? how many players? So one, two, three, four, like eight or nine players. And two of them are kicker and DV change most weeks. And then he's got Madison and Moss on his bench that he drafted as well. So he has like, as well, I think is he drafted. Yeah. Or he, or he and picked he, him up very early if he didn't draft him. Yeah. So yeah. And he yeah, traded the number got, one QB for Herbert. So yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, if you don't have that much turnover, like you've got to get, you got to be very good at drafting, which I like you're either kissed on the dick or um, you're just not going to, it's not going to end well at the end of the season. I don't think no. to be fair. I think most people thought he drafted pretty well. Yeah. I mean, he did, but then he didn't parlay that Do anything. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you had those early wins, like, as we said last week, where, you know, Woodsy and other people that had those wins were, using it to get players with good playoff schedules or, yeah. you know, trading it to players who needed those running backs, but Camo just sat in his hands. Yeah, he could have, you know, shopped Madison to Dale. Yeah. yeah. Shopped one of his tight ends when people were struggling for them. And... Yeah. He'll be disappointed with putting up 106 in a playoff as well. Like, there's nothing like going into the big stage and just getting frightened by the lights. And that's pretty much what's happened to 
There's a yeah. prelude from last week. You put up the the Kyle Shanahan mate, so a bit of an improvement on the forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's over doubled his score from the previous week, so you can't complain too yeah. much. Well, it's, yeah, true. On, on this rate, if he'd made it through, he would have put up two hundred next week. So <laughs> watch out. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, um, forty two point win and forty point wins across the two games probably not the most uh, most most exciting. First round of playoff matches, but it doesn't matter because they're behind us and we've still got plenty of action to go. Just uh, just quickly, the two relevant teams who didn't play on the weekend, Woodsy, 184.44. Just very even, solid contributions across the board. McLaurin had a bit of a quiet one in the flex. The only question really there is, is he, uh, is he does he need to leave himself, leave the powder a little dry? Is he going too hard too early? I, certainly uh, hope I, mean, so. I mean, he set himself up for these three weeks. So, I mean, that's, I mean, uh, these teams looking pretty ominous. I'm very glad I'm on this side of the draw than on Jared's side of the draw. He, he did, um, he did sort of put himself in a nice position by putting that score up because if he does lose this week, he'll just complain forever. Oh, so unlucky. for. <laughs> And so that will say, Woodsy, it doesn't matter. It only matters who wins. No one cares about, you know, what you scored when you weren't in the playoffs. So, Steve, does it remind you of kind of playing footy and you, you have that first week by and the coach sort of thinks, well, let's have a little scratchy match on the Saturday during bye week and we'll, everyone walks away feeling pretty good about how things are going. You know, it's a, everyone's feeling comfy. And then the following week, they're just flat. In that first quarter, just real yeah, flat yeah. off the back yeah, of it. What do you think? I think it's got real similarities. I, I once, uh, I once kicked six at training. Help me too much when we got pasted on the weekend. So, what's your pocket, mate? So he'd, uh, he'd back pocket. Yeah, I would have been playing on him if I kicked six. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, well, anyway, I mean, we remain to be seen. I, I, I think we've said it about Cam, and we'll say it again tonight because he's not here either, but there's just a real arrogance about these top two. Woodsy's just stood us up on the podcast, hasn't hasn't even bothered to text in and say he can't join us or even bothered to join. Um, fair enough. If we find out it's because he's, you know, been put in solitary confinement for some sort of prison shanking or something, then for example, we'll, we'll, we'll take that excuse. But... But if it's just a case of arrogance, then I don't like it. And, and obviously Cam's done it to us all year. I, I just, I'm just feeling like there's some comeuppance coming. Someone's getting a whack by the karma truck. And question without notice for you, Steve, because I don't think the other two can answer it, but of the remaining four teams, how, how would you rank them one to four? Um, if I ignore the draw, because I think the draw matters a little, because yeah, no, ignore the draw. Yeah, uh, probably. You know, ironically, this is funny because this was exactly my rankings preseason. But I'm going to go one Jared, two Woodsy, and then three Andrew, four Cam. Hmm. Um, which tend to agree. It makes me look like a bit of a savant because that was literally the old <laughs> preseason prediction was Jared. <laughs> but, uh, Another. I'm clearly not that smart because I couldn't get my own game going. <laughs> Another win. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I just I, I the point is I tend to agree with you. I reckon the best two teams are playing off against each other this week. 
No, yeah, no yeah. disrespect to Andrew. I think you're pretty close, but I just think. Um, oh no, I would have based on like the past couple of weeks. So they've both put out what one eighties, one nineties in the last two weeks, and then I think one forties and one fifties the weeks that they didn't put up one nineties. So, I mean, but like I think I mentioned to you guys last week off the podcast that there was a situation where. I very well could have thrown my game against Manny in the last round just so I could avoid playing Jared in week one. And I would have played, I think, Camo in that situation. But that was a very good, if I think if Havers and Havers had to win his game, and um, and then I, yeah, I would have been able to do that. So you know, I'm very much wanted to be on the, the Cam um, uh, Reese side of the draw. Mm. And I think it's good to say there's absolute clear consensus on this podcast from all four uh podcast members tonight that cam is the four seed going into the <laughs> final four and uh and that's what happens when you don't uh, make yourself available when you're not here to defend yourself or speak in your own behalf and that's, that's what happens um before we move off week 14 entirely the other one i call out so we talked about woodsy's uh one eight. 184, whatever it was. Um, Cam, just a very sort of, I know it doesn't matter when you're not playing, but just a very, very flat sub 100 score. He put up a uh, 96, won't be too pleased with that. But the other thing I'd add is Haver, who was obviously finished seventh, um, he put up a 96 as well. So he would not have fired a shot. Even Kamo would have knocked him off if he got into the final, which is, which would be equivalent to, you know, if, if, well, there's no real equivalent. It just would have been like losing to a bye. So it shouldn't happen. Um, so, so yeah, it, it feels like the right six got in. And, uh, and yeah, there's definitely a bit of a bit of a gap to the, the fourth seed, I reckon, if there were to be seeds. He said it, uh, Cam. He, I'm pretty sure he did not set his lineup. It's the same lineup as last week. Because um, he would have – he didn't start Davis. And he normally starts Samuel as well. So, um, uh, Curtis Samuel, not Debo. So I think he's just left his lineup and hasn't touched it from the week before. Yeah. So he, probably, he probably would have got like 120s, I think, maybe a bit higher if he'd set his lineup properly. Although he, he started Debo Samuel over both Davis and uh, Curtis Samuel week before. So, yeah, fair enough. That's very cool. I mean, it literally doesn't matter. If you're not if you're not in the playoff games, yeah. then you're irrelevant. If so. he's not doing podcasts, he's probably not setting his lineup when he doesn't have an opponent. Yeah, that's fair. That's the exact reason we're not even going to touch on the fact that I and uh, Keeney and others play games on the weekend. They don't count for anything. Um, before we go into the game previews, just just want to call out, Jared's got a very serious game face on tonight. I feel like, mm. I just feel like he's <laughs> in the right, I don't know, looks like he's in the right headspace to, to really challenge this year. I just need to sort out that QB spot. I've been reeling since Dak oh. went down and I've played, I think, three or four weeks with single-digit plays and another pretty pedestrian effort on the weekend from Big Ben. So I had I that written to... down uh, on my notes, Jared. I have Jared QB question mark. Are you willing to reveal to the listeners, I know you've got Jared Goff against a nice little juicy matchup against the Jets here penciled in at this stage but you've also got Benny Roth against Cincy which I think is another nice matchup so how are you going with that decision and have you have you locked into one yet uh not yet um you always like uh Roethlisberger against the Bengals tends mm. to light them up so but, I mean it's a tough one because Roethlisberger's away and he's traditionally 
been pretty average away from Pittsburgh. But then also Goff, like, they they want to run the ball first. So against the Jets, yeah. they could just score four touchdowns on the ground and he only passes it 14 times or something. Yeah. Who would they run? Who would they be running the ball with, Andrew? Uh, <laughs> uh, your boy, Cam Akers. Pity I'm uh, three and 10 or something on the year. <laughs> <laughs> Is that oh, Dynasty got... League, right? Yeah, nah. I got a feeling. Uh, yeah, I wish. I got a feeling that after the last couple of weeks, don't you don't need to take any notice of my opinion. But I've got a feeling that over the last couple of weeks, what's happened with Pittsburgh? I've got a weird feeling they're just going to try and run this up against Cincy, and and they can't. Their running game shot at the moment, and I just think they're just going to just try and pile it on against the division rivals and get kind of back into a bit of form. They've lost a bit of form the last couple of weeks. Playing, you know, three three games at eleven days, and I just think they get it. They get a decent break. They play again on Tuesday, so they get a full week off. And I just think this will be a tune up uh, into the playoffs for them. So I wouldn't shock me if they, it wouldn't shock me if they put up forty or something. They beat them what ten to thirty, so thirty six to ten in week ten, so five weeks ago. So mm. you think, yeah, they're just like, well, we want to at least better that. Mm. Don't want to sway you either way, but. You know, four <laughs> no, touchdowns against them last time. Yeah, you're right. He had four touchdowns last time against them. So yeah, we'll it's, uh, I mean, no doubt I'll pick the wrong one based on the way that my quarterbacks have gone this year. But I mean, for you, they're just going through your lineup as well. While we've kind of transitioned into this game, I think the rest of your lineup's pretty much good to go. I don't think there's too many decisions. Just looking quickly through it, I mean, if Antonio, if Antonio Gibson is healthy, he might be a, an option for you. But apart from that, I think it looks pretty settled um, in all positions. Yeah, the Gibson one's a hard decision just based on, uh, you know, they could just run with McKissick a bit more. You just don't know that the amount of time you'll spend on the field if they're unsure. Hmm. No, no doubt. And what about uh, what about Woodsy's team, Andrew? What do you think of... Uh, He's obviously been super consistent this year. Um, like you feel like he's never really had a down week this year um, with yeah. all of his players. I mean, he's got Kelsey, which has been an absolute um, monster player from him, which we've talked about several times. Um, Monty's shown a bit of form lately. Derek Henry's ready to. I, I, I fear for you, Jared, that matchup. Derek Henry against Detroit. That could be just a hold on tight and. Hope for the best, but uh, what just, do you reckon? I'm, I'm hoping for COVID, to be honest. That's about the only hope I've got there that to stop the 40 or 50 burger he's going to put up. So, uh, To be fair, like, being on the other side of the draw, like, looking at it, I'm just like, if I win against Cam, like, it's a lose-lose situation. Like, Woodsy wins and I have to play Derek Henry and Jared wins and i got to play Adams. Like, they're both just that, like, the same sort of just, they, they're going to score 20 no matter what. And they could put up 40. Like, it's they're the worst players because you're like, no, even if they have a bad game, they're still scoring better than nearly every other player in the league. Yeah. And ironically, they play against each other next week. Green Bay play against Tennessee, and Green Bay's rush defense isn't great, and Tennessee's passing defense is horrific. So, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Either way, that's going to be a tough matchup. Yeah. Um, and then Woodsy's. Um, on the, the double Chicago, but then I mean, it looks like with Trubisky, he's back in sort of form, and um, I mean, it looks like they're actually putting up points now. So, 
whereas Montgomery sort of looked like a risk when he first took him. Like, he's breaking 80-yard touchdowns now. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I remain unconvinced, but... Yeah, I mean, I mean you got to respect what he's been doing. Yeah, I mean, Chicago, you always feel like they're going to have that game where they just put up three points. And mm. so, I mean, if, as long as they do it in week 17 for Woodsy, then, I mean, he could win the championship. But if they do it sort of this week or next week, then it might be in a bit of strife. It's a big, big game this week for Chicago at Minnesota. Any, any playoff chance for either of them is pretty much gone with a loss. It could, uh, I, it doesn't feel like a shootout. Let's put it that way. It could be a dour day for Chicago. Even if they win, it could easily be one of those games where it's just, you know, 16 to nine kind of thing. A lot of field goals scored. Mm. Um, on this game as well, when I, before they've, they've adjusted the predictions, but when I first loaded it up on um, Monday uh, or Tuesday, whenever they first put it up, it was 133. Um, Woodsy to 133.5 for Jared. Like, even NFL.com has got this as a close game. <laughs> well, the old, um, old Clayton Potato still needs to finish off his roster here. He does have a, a current COVID player in his kicker. Uh, so, are you tempted just to, just to block all kickers here, Jared? And he's brought Boswell in on the bench, I think. Oh, sorry, I did miss him. Yeah, he'll come. He's going to take a knee with oh. him if he doesn't need him. I think. Oh, the block. The, the Tuesday kicker as well. So, I mean, it could be the classic, like you're up by eight points and he's got the kicker, and you're just like, just score touchdowns. Yeah. Well, imagine, um, imagine if the COVID got the game called off. It's happened to Pittsburgh a few times this year, and he doesn't get to play. We've we've got the COVID sub, so. You'd think he would bring oh, yeah. an kicker, so. Well, yeah, what happens if his bench player has the COVID and his COVID sub is COVID? <laughs> it raises actually an interesting point because do you reckon, given how contagious the disease is, is it playing with fire for Woodsy to have one on his roster, someone with COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe that's why. And no, that's a fair point. I was going to say that's probably why he hasn't put him onto his bench, so it spreads. But his starting roster might be in trouble. Yeah, he's he's definitely in close contact with his flex. Well, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I'm worried about Terry. And and speaking of Terry, I actually think there might be, without preempting anything, I think there might be a change here for the cleats and potatoes. I think he might start Ayuk ahead of. McLaurin, that would just be a gut feel for mine, just with the quarterback situation in Washington, and uh, and Dallas's horrific secondary at the moment. So I don't know. We'll wait and see what happens there with Old Woodsy. He'll he'll be thinking about it, seeing what the fantasy pros say. Would um absolutely sting if uh, if I lost to Ayuk and Montgomery. That's for sure. <laughs> and Ingram, maybe Ingram gets a go. Who Did knows? you draft Ayuk? I can't remember. Uh, I didn't draft. Oh. Yeah, I think I did. I might have taken him with the last pick. I I definitely dropped him and then picked him up at least four times. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I played him the week before he went absolutely crazy and he scored about two. And then he yeah, and then he's been good since since uh since he left the fantasy team. He did draft. He him. had a four and then and then he was off to the races with a twenty one. 
They might be one of the best picks of the draft. Pick 155. Yeah, do well. The, the, those range drop-ins never work out. Like, <laughs> right. someone just stinks up on your roster and you're like, that's it, get out. And then, then you know, like they always bounce back. Right? It happened to me week one when I dropped Goskowski after that absolute debacle. And then he came up and scored 25 the next week as a kicker. It's just <laughs> they're proud NFL players. They, they want to show you. And they used to dance here, I reckon. That was an all-time turnaround, that one, though. Yeah. That was probably the worst, the best and worst performance by a kicker of all time. And it was in consecutive weeks. The, um, the Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it just shows what you've got to be in terms of how good as a kicker over many, many years to even get a second chance if you put that up. Like if, yeah. if anyone wants the Minnesota game on the weekend, Dan Bailey <laughs> was just like, no, you're done. We're not kicking it ever. <laughs> you're, you're, you're finished. That was um, bad. The, the other the other interesting one for Woodsy, we're talking about the flex, obviously, is he's, he's got um, he's got an interesting decision with Selvon Ahmed, who he obviously he's plugged in in the past when Miles um, Gaskin got injured. Gaskin's got COVID now. So... And he, and, he, and he scored well. Like when he played him mm. 16 and 12, you know, it's it's potentially passable and it's a, it's not a horrible matchup against the Jets. Sorry, against KC. KC. So Ahmed's got to come back from injury. He's missed three weeks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's supposed to come back this week, though. I personally think you should start Le'Veon Bell, but uh, <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you make the decisions. Oh, sorry. I'd strongly advise. Strongly you advise. Make a bet with him and see who uh, you could start each other's flexes. Yeah, you should do oh, that. Okay, it's good fun. Oh, you'll start Fournette, who will be another healthy scratch. Or Yeah, I might even lose that one. This is Kelsey. Who wins the matchup? Oh. What was that say? Waller versus Kelsey, battle of the tight ends. You gotta get a Kelsey. Like Kelsey would be like a dollar forty favorite, I think, in that. So Jared, are you happy to you're happy to break even at that position or even get with Absolutely. Yeah, that I mean that's really the the big uh the big differences in our squad is QB running back one and tight end. The tight end's obviously the biggest gap between, you know, that's the number one and number two tight end of the season without Kittle obviously being injured. And the difference is huge. Yeah, I, um, I agree. I, I think if you're within five of Kelsey with Waller, you'd be doing yeah. cartwheels and you're probably favourite to win it. That's a massive yeah, I'll one. Take that. If Kelsey gets away from you, then makes it hard, which is kind of what's happened all year. Yeah, um, if I could be within five of of him, and same with the QB matchup, yeah. and I'll take yeah. that because I I think you know let Adams and Diggs do their thing. And I'll tell you Kim, what, though, Washington's D's playing some pretty good um, football at the moment, so that's not a laydown as there for Russ that he's going to put up big numbers for mine. Um, so. Like he, you should still expect him to go pretty well, but I think that's not terrible that matchup. If Chase Young gets, he's a phenomenal 
Mm. That return touchdown, he got where he scooped it and then yeah. just outrun everyone. It's like he's yeah. 300 pounds. Unreal athlete. Yeah. That was just crazy. And the ball looked like it was just a fun size, one of those <laughs> ones you get from the carnival. Well, because his teammate was going for the fumble and he just sort of like gave him this look of like, get out of my way, pick it up, and <laughs> went. Is, uh, is Gibson any chance of playing? Uh, I don't know. Doubtful. Turf toe. Yeah. Doubtful. Yeah, we are talking about that before. So just probably he's the only kind of query in terms of who he could bring into his lineup. The rest of it looks pretty settled at the moment. Um, obviously, we haven't really touched on Jonathan Taylor too much, but he had a massive week last week. The last two weeks, he's been used a lot more in that um, Indianapolis run game, which is good to see. Chris Carson's kind of back from injury, which is good. Um, I think both both squads are really healthy and, and dangerous, and on their day, as we know, it can put up 150 plus. So, should be pretty close. What do we? Um, I reckon we've done a, a fair rundown of this one. What do we think from a prediction point of view, Steve? You know what? If I, as I look down the rosters, I mean, I've, I've obviously called that. I reckon Jared's the one seed. I think. I'm, I'm actually. I'm going to tip. I'm going to tip Woodsy, um, which sounds a little bit a little perplexing. I think Jared's team is better, but if I just go look at the positions head-to-head this week, I reckon Woodsy's just got a little bit of an edge. Gibson not playing hurts because I feel like he's a lot safer than what you you get a bit hit or miss out of Taylor. Um, yeah, just a couple of really nice matchups on Woodsy's side. I'm going to tip Woodsy in a very, very close one. I think... The winner of this game is probably the Ocho winner. Well, uh, go, Andrew. Oh, yeah, I'm going Woodsy as well, but like I would have this as what a dollar eighty-five to a dollar ninety. Like it's a coin flip game for me. Just it's like just one plays with your odds, obviously, just taking your fair commission. Yeah, I was going to say, what's your <laughs> what's your commission there? You're 142 percent. I, I, look, you think that's always wins. Here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look, if you want fantasy sport odds, I've got to take a decent view. But yeah, um, um, yeah I think it's going to like there's going to be one player that puts up like 45, and it, there's about 10 players it could be, and that'll be the difference in the game. Like, I think all the good players are going to score their points, and you know, Kelsey will have three touchdowns or. Um, Godwin will pop up out of nowhere, after, you know, after he's been good but hasn't scored much, and he'll score thirty. It's and it could be anyone. Like it's, it's hard to predict, but I think just like Henry against Detroit, um, and then like Rams against the Jets, um, whereas like Dolphins D against New England, like it's slight little things like that. that I think it just woods the edge. Yeah, that's uh, that's fair enough. Uh, the the Rams v Jets one is a little bit scary. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a really nice matchup. I actually went. I've actually just gone on commissbet.com and yeah, Woodsy dollar sixty and Jared dollar eighty. So that that commission's getting even better, um, which is good to see. I'll tip. Uh, I'll I'll be tipping Jared in this one though. I I agree with you. Woodsy's got some nice matchups, but I also think Jared does. I think. Um, Jonathan Taylor against Houston is really, really nice. Adams against Carolina. Godwin against Atlanta. 
I think there's enough good matchups for both sides here that it's look, I've no confidence in in tipping Jared. I think it'd be very close. Um, and Woodsy's been the, the number one seed all year and been really consistent all year. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tip Jared in this one. Uh, I think both teams will score well, 140 plus in a shootout. And and maybe without preempting anything, it could be up to big Benny Roethlisberger on the Tuesday night to get him over the line. <laughs> but just having a look as well. Look, I'll be going for Jared because, uh, well, obviously Jared has a great team. There's some tough matchups next week, like Taylor v. Pittsburgh. Um, Carson's winning. Um, Carson's got uh, the Rams. Um, uh, Diggs has got New England. So, um, look, I'll be I'll be rooting for you, Jared, because <laughs> I think I've got a slightly better chance of beating you next week. But I think I'll, I'll be. Two fifty, three dollars, depending on where you look. Uh, oh. If I win next week, no matter who wins this one, sounds like you're you're talking yourself up like you're a dollar twenty, mate. Just you beat, <laughs> me with half, you beat me with half a team this season, so wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> so sell yourself. So I think short. I got fifty points from Lockett. Well, I don't think that's happening again. Breaking <laughs> uh, news as well, boys. I just got a text from Woodsy. Oh. Um, Appearance fee, question mark, question mark. Oh. <laughs> he's, oh. he's lost a lot. Trying to extract more money from the league. Oh, <laughs> he's made enough office this year. He doesn't need. I'm just going to, I'm just typing, going to type a few letters and then just leave it there. So it says typing. Hopefully, you can spend the next two hours staring at his phone waiting for a reply to come through. Just a, Woodsy, I feel like next year, if, if he doesn't back it up next year, he could be out a lot of money because. Anyone who offers him a bet, he's going to take it. And if his team isn't good next year, it could be down several hundred dollars um, just on side bets. Yeah, I'll be doubling down for yeah. sure. <laughs> and, an ang- and an angry email to fantasy knows as well. <laughs> well yeah, but there's, you know, everyone can be right once. And maybe fantasy pros has just had a very good year, but I could very much see it going the way of Lehman Brothers in the 2021 season. <laughs> It's just lost the plot and down goes the ship and so does the woodsy, uh, the, the woodsy meat potatoes. Um, Jared, do you want to tip in your own game? Uh, well, I mean, I think I already put this in the chat, but I'm, I'm going for woodsy this year. He's already put 150 bucks on the bar at the Super Bowl. And, you know, I reckon he's a generous, generous chap and if he wins it, he put he'll put it all on the bar. So oh, I like this um, angle. This is good. I love a beer. I love a beer. So do the right um, thing, Woodsy. Will you bench your entire roster if he guarantees that he will put the whole lot on the bar at Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> no chance. I, uh, <laughs> I I've been in this league a long time, and um, it's just uh, it's embarrassing the the performances I've put up so far. So I, I need to get at least to the to the dance. Never been there before, so. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah it's, it's not entirely true though, because you have won it once. It just you don't <laughs> manage your own roster at the time. <laughs> the experience of managing Tomo's team uh, to a championship, and, and I guess you should take note of this, Andrew, because when Jared's uh, housemate wasn't setting his rosters, Jared just took over the thing and took it to a championship. So clearly, <laughs> you're not doing the job with Ben. Um, but do you reckon that experience is giving you a bit of an extra edge coming into the playoffs this year? 
Uh, I don't know about an edge in fantasy football, but I think it definitely made me a better parent. You know, it was a bit of babysitting going on there. And, <laughs> um, making sure that he set his lineup and no, you don't want to drop that player. And yes, that's a good trade. And yeah. Uh, well, I can guarantee um, having, having witnessed that one firsthand, there's no way that Lola doesn't set her fantasy roster. <laughs> Um, just having a look at that championship game, I started Mark Sanchez in the grand final. <laughs> I deserve to lose that year. A butt fumble himself. Yeah. 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 I also lost to Andrew Luck putting up 0.36 points. <laughs> won with that from his quarterback. Was that? Yeah. He had 0.36 from his quarterback and he won. Yeah, not 14 points from his kicker, 16 points from his defense, which is literally the difference. So uh, those who say kicker and defense don't matter, just have a look at the 2014 Ocean World Championship game. Uh, well, we, we, I'm sure we all click on that quite regularly. So next time I'm reading it, I'll look closely at the defense group a bit. Um, it's, a, it's, it's one of those, you know, hot SEO type links that just take everyone takes it to a first page Google um, the other semi-final, self Andrew coming up against Larry, dump truck, Cam, um, the other guy who was too good to join us on the pod tonight. Any uh, any thoughts on this one, Keeney? What's your, what's several your thoughts. <laughs> well, my, my, first, my first initial reaction was that Cam has got Debo Samuel, who's out, but also just rolling with the five bench spots. Just what what's going on there? Just just not filling the roster as we head into the final four. Like that is just arrogance personified. I just can't get my head around it. He's been giving us that sort of that sort of those sorts of looks all year. I reckon he's he just prefers to operate with a really lean, tight knit unit. Doesn't want anyone who's not swimming in the right direction. To work for him today. And reading his headlines from his championship winning year and just like, I don't need a six man, I'll just stick with my my tight 14 or whatever it is. It's concerning to me that it's a little concerning to me that Curtis Samuel is in the, is in the roster of a, a final four side. Um I mean he has been scoring okay, but it just it feels like a High variance kind of player. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong there, but uh, yeah, like the Mike Davis, Curtis Samuel. If Mike, if if obviously if if Christian plays, um, that's going to be a big dent for for Davis and probably for Samuel too. To be truthful, because they're just going to feed McCaffrey as much as they as much as they do. And then if you look at his his bench, it's either Tyler Boyd, who's a good player, but the QB situation against a really good defense, and Hardman, who's really hard to trust or C.D. Lamb with Andy Dalton. So it's a tough kind of replacement there. Um, but looking at at your team, Andrew, I mean, it's pretty solid. Um, good good uh, return to form for Lamar Jackson on the weekend after he relieved himself um, in the third quarter. So that, uh, he had a springy step after that one. Actually, I really like the Browns defense matchup you've got against if it's Cole McCoy or Danny Dimes, who just turns the ball over nonstop. Danny Dimes looked terrible. Because Danny yeah. Dimes is a good quarterback when he can run. And he didn't look like... Like, I think I could have outrun him this week. 
So mm. he plays like I think um, they're just going to tee off on him. Yeah, that Hammy obviously isn't right. So maybe he, he may not even play. But either way, that that looks that looks to be a nice matchup for the Browns. Um, what do you reckon, Steve? Just going through it. It looks pretty even. Like both teams look pretty even. So there's a series of things that could happen this week that would just make this the most boring preliminary final in the history. If because if Ronald Jones is out, he's had surgery this week. If he's out, he's, he's not being ruled out yet. But if he doesn't play, and then Eckler doesn't get up with his quadricep, and McCaffrey starts, we could have one of the first scenarios ever where. We're going in with no player in in the second running back position in a semi-final. Or he's obviously not going to do that. He's going to go the waiver wire. But he's just – and we've already commented on the fact that he's got Curtis Samuel as his wide receiver two. So he's going to be short. He's going to have a very weak wide receiver two, and he's going to be short as running back and a flex. It could be just disastrous um, for Cam. So, yeah, not, not looking great on that side of things. A, a couple, I reckon – there's a, th- a few little matchups that this might not be the perfect week for them. Um, for for Andrew, I'm not so sure about Jefferson going off against Chicago. Yeah, well, that's um, so. Just double before you move on from that one. So I benched him last when they played Chicago a couple of weeks ago because of that. Then he put up 20 points. Like I think he's just reached the point where, like, unless you have a ridiculous starting. roster, like you've he's just got to start him. I agree. You're starting. Him, I just, I just can see him not having a huge game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just I look. I, I think. I, look. For, for mine, it's a. It's a interesting that the NFL projections have Cam winning, but I, I can't see it. Looking at the two teams, I, I kind of agree with most of what you said, Keeney. I, th- I think it's interesting that you've just gone with Dustin Hopkins. Um, just. Always, always like a bit of. Uh, I think I called him Anthony Hopkins early in the year, didn't I? The, the old Hannibal Lecter. I referred Actually, to as a, I'm probably going to change. So I, I picked him up because killer move from you, real power play. No, I was reading a post about him. How like he like when since Smith came in, he's pretty much scored ten every week. But if Smith doesn't play, I'll probably go back to Jason. Actually, I'm going to pick up Sanders right now in case he because I love my boy Jason Sanders. I just thought that was a, a block move. I thought when you play the the player with the same name on both sides, they just cancel each other out. So <laughs> D Hopkins, both sides. And then, you know, away we go. We'll just move on from that. I thought it was like a maths equation. Yeah, it's, it's, imagine if you could do that. Just, just the block. Tyreek Hill versus Taysom Hill. Just block, block them in. <laughs> well, I know there's another Lamar Jackson in the league. So you can take out your quarterback with that. that Cornerback or whatever that is, and then yeah. there's another D. Watson somewhere. You could there's a Michael that. Thomas for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, You've actually got yeah. two teams with pretty generic names. Generic, probably. But apart from one, one thing we didn't talk about as well is that we've actually got a, a Saturday game over in the states, a Sunday game here in Australia, uh, which is quite rare. So that Green Bay. Uh, Carolina game, um, and I can't remember Denver's playing someone as well. Yeah, Denver, you know, Denver uh, Buffalo. Yeah. yeah, so those two games are on on Sunday or Saturday over there, which is kind of what they do leading up to playoffs. Um, so yeah, I think uh, I think Cam in this one will have a bit of a bit of a head start in the scoring department, where you'll at least know what you need to chase. So 
Um, I find that that, that that one's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I'm kind of with you, Steve. I, I, I've got a feeling that um, Andrew wins this one reasonably comfortably. Um, just, just the first kind of instinct on looking at both teams. Any, uh, any thoughts, Jared? Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Knish. Oh, clean sweep. Yeah. That just makes me nervous now. Who, who, who yeah. are you hoping for, Jared? Who am I hoping for? Yeah, let's, let's, let's assume you get through. Oh, uh, I think... Um, how, does, how does this one play out for you? Uh, the ideal scenario is camp because we're one a month and we've got to see who wins the, you know, the the third match. And there's some, you know, the, the obviously the trade, the Eckler um, and Waller trade. I'd like to get the final uh, yeah. result of that trade as well. Yeah, that would make for a real spiteful... Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I guess ideal ideal scenario for you is not only does Cam win, but the uh, Carolina jet crashes on the way back from Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the um, ideal scenario is Woodsy wins another two grand on DraftKings and puts it on the bar yeah. on Super Bowl. That's the absolutely couldn't care less about the result. <laughs> we need a good um, uh, championship week um, daily fantasy from Woodsy. I think. Yeah. yeah. I heard a whisper. Also, yeah. Sorry, what was that? I heard a whisper that Woodsy has has made the statement: anyone who subscribes to the podcast, he's going to buy him a shot at Super Bowl. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, if you are, if you haven't subscribed, just jump on. And multiple platforms equals multiple shots. Well, what are the producers of the podcast get if that's if all you need to do is subscribe? <laughs> surely, surely we do a few. Oh. I might actually subscribe to the podcast now. <laughs> Half of Chadston will be at the Super Bowl just trying to get it woodsy. I was going to Chadston earlier today, actually, and yeah, there's a bit of buzz. A bit of buzz. <laughs> um, In the food court? <laughs> they, they had every second table blocked off. Uh, as a, I, I assume it was a bit of a... Mark of respect to the fact that um, Jared had the bye last week playing Camo. So, <laughs> game being played. So, we're only going to have uh, one in every two tables available I, to the patients. I thought you. I thought you were saying that the um, the black tables were reflective of Camo score um, <laughs> last week and the week before. Oh yeah, no, he's um yeah, no, it's thankfully. Um, yeah, there was a few more people than, than you know, the points that have been reflected on Camo's field of recent times or the traders at Chadston wouldn't be doing too well. It's, it's good that we're, we're out of COVID. Um, <laughs> Andrew, um, if, you, if you were giving odds on your game, I'm interested now you've done the old. Yeah. I'm partially interested to see what your odds are. I'm partially interested to see how much <laughs> you're going to score over the punters. Okay. Oh, dollar seventy for myself, and I'll give Cam two bucks. Yeah, decent margin. Yeah, he's been so, so confident for so for so many weeks now, and I'm glad to see that you're just carrying it through the end. I mean, this is this is what I built my team for. Like, I was like, I'm pretty confident I'm going to win enough to make the playoffs. Like, 
Jackson has a good playoff schedule. And then, say, Andrews has a good playoff schedule. Tyreek's good. Evans has a good playoff schedule. I thought I would have Mixon back, who has a decent schedule. But now, uh, you know, I've lucked into Hurts making Sanders relevant again. Um, I think if, if Sanders was putting up four points, he put up four points last week, I wouldn't be as confident. But I think just having that running quarterback, like, it just raises their fall so much higher as a running back. Yeah, yeah I agree with that for sure. Are you um, worried about um, about the great man Tyler Bass um, in high altitude in, in Denver, just bombing a few 50 yarders through and putting up a 25 or something like that? Something ludicrous? I don't think that the way Denver are playing at the moment that we'll be able to stop. Um, Josh yeah, Josh Allen. I think he'll probably put up seven points and it'll be four touchdowns <laughs> and a field goal. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I heard a, a bit of a rumor that, and this probably just is another, you know, another example of Cam not, not doing his research, but I heard a rumor that uh, Tyler Bass actually doesn't go too well with altitude, a bit of altitude sickness when he hiked Kilimanjaro as a 19 year old. <laughs> and may just, may just not be bit 100% on the weekend. So, Did you just yeah, make that up? You might want to look for another kicker. Did you just make that up? I'm not going to reveal my sources. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I like to Kilimanjaro. Oh, my God. You did it, did it first year of college. And, uh, yeah, apparently you had to get carried down on a donkey. <laughs> It, yeah. So just back to the game. Once I I was chatting to Cam um, earlier in the week, just about the game, and he's he's put a guarantee on the game that out of his four running backs, he will 100% not start the right three. He's, he's certain that whoever he puts on the bench is going to put up 30. Well, one of them might put up zero if he's not playing. Yeah, that's what he's going to play at the moment. Like, normally after finger surgery, they still play. But, I mean, I think you've probably got to leave Jones on the bench because even if he plays, they probably won't use him in the passing game. They'll just, mm. like, use him in first and second downs and then bring in Fournette. Yeah, Sean Vaughan. Mm. But, um, yeah, so I think you got to go, yeah, Elliot Eckler and Davis would be who I would be starting. I do enjoy... Well, now he's going to fumble with a... Fresh off finger surgery, just could be could be another little interesting element. If you if you gotta, you gotta love the commish giving his feedback on the opposition starting lineup <laughs> as well. Just on the podcast, this is what you should do. I love that. I, I've already you told him. You should start. You should start Mikael Hardman. I reckon over he's, uh, Hopkins. I feel like he's he's <laughs> there in that chair and he just pulls a lot of strings from a lot of different directions. Yeah. <laughs> There's a real, real sort of CEO vibe to it. Just Doctor Evil. It's just having a look at the Zoom video. Um, <laughs> the two people have made finals. Both have high back, comfortable chairs, and uh, the other two just you can't even see their backrest. So, is there going to be a, some upgrades of chairs in the off season, boys? Where's your Siamese cat? Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a. It's a fair call, though, Jared, to be honest. Um, I actually reckon, it, like, the, the, the lesson out of this year is 
if you want to make the playoffs, number one, either be too arrogant to come on the podcast or to <laughs> take it seriously when you're on. Number two, have a really good racing chair. <laughs> or, or number three, get yourself arrested and go to prison halfway through the season. Uh, and number four, make sure that you go to a prison with good Wi-Fi so you can access Fantasy Pro's <laughs> website. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's, uh, there's, anyone that's just done this normally has, has really failed miserably this year. So, Does anyone know if he'll be out by the Super Bowl? I mean, we're all talking about the shouts that are going on, but he'll, he'll, yeah, I reckon I can see it now. Super Bowl, he'll be, he will have just got out, and he'll be trying to pay in cigarettes. Yeah, bar. I was going to say all the yeah, side things you're going to be for carbons of cigs. he's yeah. Well, I hope he's okay. I mean, assuming he is, he's, he's, he's clearly, I'm a bit worried that he's, he's wanting an appearance fee to come on the pod tonight, which maybe means he's a little strapped for cash. So we, we, we might be, it might be a moot point if he's gone bankrupt by the time we get Super Bowl rolls around, all this shouting on the bar. Anyway, um, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing that we somehow take a two-game round and we still manage to turn it into an hour plus worth of podcast, but that's why we're the best in the business. Uh, Jared, <laughs> any final words from yourself? Uh, no, no, just good luck, Woodsy. Um, hoping that Henry gets the COVID, but uh, we'll see <laughs> how we go. And yeah, just, um, you know, I, I do believe the winner should be generous, you know. So, <laughs> a few beers. Yeah, a few beers. Maybe, yeah. maybe the loser of this get, game gets uh, shouted a beer by the winner. Yeah, that's Ooh. a gentlemanly thing to do. That sounds like a sounds like a bet has been offered. Um, look forward to hearing Woodsy's response. And Woodsy, even if he does refuse to come on the podcast without being paid to do it, he definitely listens to it straight away because you get your feedback from him within about two hours of it coming out. <laughs> so looking forward to hearing his response on that one. Uh, Keeney, any, any final thoughts from yourself? Uh, nothing too specific. I think it should be a, a, another really good week. I'm looking forward to it. Good luck to uh, Kamish. Good luck to Jared and the uh, and the other two boys, obviously as well. So may the best teams win. And I agree with you, Jared. I reckon whatever happens, Woodsy, just just uh, just think of the league, mate. When we're on, <laughs> when we're there on Super Bowl day, do the right thing, mate. You've had a great year, so uh, you know just reward the league members. And the podcast hosts in particular. <laughs> Shots for the boys. <laughs> He's, he has had a great year to date. But if he loses this week, it means nothing. Don't discourage He's, him, mate. I'm a realist here. And I, I count championship rings, not, uh, not second place finishes. So, Woodsy, you've still got something to prove, mate. We'll, uh, we'll celebrate you properly if you can get there in two weeks' time. Kamish? You're looking pretty confident there. I, I feel like whatever you're about to say, it's got a tinge of smugness to it. I was just going to wish Jared and Woodsy good luck. <laughs> and see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> you really left me hanging on that one. I was waiting for something big. Well, the um, joke was that I didn't wish Cam good luck. I just wish Jared good luck. Yeah, good, sorry. I, uh, um, <laughs> well, th- thanks, thanks, boys. Uh, all the best for the weekend. And uh, looking forward to getting our two finalists on next week, preview the big one. We might even see if we can 
encourage a bit of live on air negotiation of whether mm. there's going to be any sort of monetary split deviating from the prize money or not. So thanks boys and uh, good luck this weekend. forward to when we have Fitzy uh, on for the end of season wrap up the surprise I've got the proposition if you will is massive maybe the biggest thing in Ocho Bowl history oh, I know I need to know a little bit more about this yeah this is yeah you, you keep teasing us with this but is I mean it, I'm, more like, we have to have genuine reactions so it's you know um, you just gonna have to wait and wait to hear it with Fitzy I think does Fitzy have any idea this is coming? No. I'm, so Havers and Ben know because I chatted to them about it, but um, I've not talked to Fitzy at all about this. I'm going to proposition him live on the air. I hope this isn't it, but do you know what would be really interesting is if you could actually find out the value of a Fantasy Pro subscription because we know that Fitzy is pretty solid in that 4.1, 4.3 win per year. If we gave him a Fantasy Pros for a year and he got boosted up to like six, seven wins, maybe we could quantify how much a subscription is worth. If if we did that, we could get him a um, sponsorship. It'd be like the Jared from Subway, but without the (laughs) kiddie porn for Fantasy News. I used to win. I used to go two and 13 every year. Now I go six and 10. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit harsh. It's not that, is it? No, it's not. In that realm or not? Uh, I don't want to give too much away. No. Like, is this something you big sprink- Could you give us little sprinkles or is this just going to be this one big, big hit? Uh, oh, no. Trailer breadcrumbs. Uh, or- I don't want to give it away before Fitzy. So I'm, I'm just going to leave it where we are now and then... Um- now my question, you keep using the word proposition. Mm. Is there something that Ashley needs to know about or should be involved in Fitzy's wife? Uh, I mean... I mean, she should be about... I don't think she has to approve it. But, I mean, she, she should probably know about that it's out there in the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> is, it, is, it a, is it a form of, like, gambling or is it just a bet or is it a wager or what, what are we talking here? Give us something in that kind of... Well, give us the subject so, matter. It's Look, it's getting Fitzy to the finals. It's trying to give him the oh. motivation he needs to make the, the playoffs next year. Oh, Okay. That's a no, that's yeah, motivational. So if if it's an if then, I'm not going to give it. Uh, I think I've said too much already. <laughs> Are you wearing a Toy Story T-shirt? No, I have a Toy Story tattoo, but no, I'm just wearing a band T-shirt. You have a Toy Story tattoo. Wait, you have <laughs> yeah. To let's not let's not skip over now. that. <laughs> this is perfect for a podcast. Show us where. Show us the Toy Story tattoo. Show the listeners where the tattoo is. Is it Woody? Uh, no, it's Buzz. When he's, Buzz, uh, you're a sicko. So, I'm wearing two fucking tight jeans. Does it say to infinity and beyond? 
No, it's where he's dressed um, for the tea party and it says, I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. Well, the listeners at home, he's undressing live on camera. <laughs> I'm Mrs. Nesbitt. How many froths did you have when you did it, though? I was sober. It was... Wait, can you... Oh, it's oh. big. Yeah. It's... Wow. Don't do half measures. <laughs> how, do I, how do I put him on centre stage? I've got the little view. How do I... Oh, it's very hard can you, to. Can you um? Can you send a photo to the Ocho? Yeah, yeah. Group. Yeah, yeah. Send the photo. Just no context. Just put it up on the <laughs> chat group. Don't work it out later. 